0: I'm hoping that we're going to have the NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web at the other end of the line. Are you there, Oracle?
1: I sure am, Matty. I'm excited. I'm here and I'm excited.
0: Sneaky Pete, are you there, mate? I'm back. Okay. (laughs) Mate, I'm just going to have to do the introduction because I wasn't really sure if you guys were there. We've got the Aussies on NBA. It's the NBA podcast. It's eight o'clock on a Tuesday night. We're joined by Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web and the NBA Oracle and I'm hopeful that the sneaky Pete from the dark web triumphant return from illness and mm, I wouldn't say banishment you know or seclusion from being upset about the whole Joel Embiid probably not going to be in, you know the MVP type thing going on but you know you're back, Pete. Uh, are you back because... You Get know, on with
2: it, mate. Come on. <laughs> mate, are you... are you about to fall asleep. Mate,
0: are you back because, you know, like, you know, you've been in a little bit of hibernation or whatever and re- re- licking the wounds or whatever, but are you back because uh, Embiid, you know, you're confident he's going to take out the MVP or is the scoring title enough? And then, oh, come, mate, come up <laughs> not since
2: Daryl Summers, mate. Have I seen an intro so smooth?
0: Yes, welcome back. <laughs> Let's get to the NBA. Yes, welcome back. Here we are with the Elsies on the NBA. Uh, I think Embiid's going to win it. Win what? The scoring title? Because he's already won it, mate. Um, he's going to win the MVP. Really?
2: Mm hmm. I think are. he's going to win it. Uh,. The Joker does, is on the rebound stats, and that's about it. Doesn't have the aura. He's got aura. the best PER in the league. Yeah, fair enough. Of
1: all time, apparently, as well.
2: Yeah, but um, not since Shaq has a centre-1 scoring title, I think that's going to sway true. some votes. Yeah, right. You've got to win one of the titles. You've got you to gotta become first in one,
0: <laughs> in one category, don't you? You'd hope so. Can I just... Mentioned something, Oracle. You know, is it a a time of resurrection being Easter, where Sneaky Pete has resurrected like, you know, Jesus has, and come up and said, "Hey, you know, Embiid should be um, the MVP." I didn't say
2: should. I said I think he's going to get it.
0: Yeah, but what what I'm getting at is 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 this a story of Easter? You know, is that what this podcast is going to be about, Oracle? Rebirth. Yeah, Yeah, rebirth.
1: you know what? It's good that Pete's back yes. because he he gives us a perspective that sometimes we lack. You know, like mm. we might look at, you know, stats or truth. We might look at um, the truth. Wisdom. But when you need some counterpoint to the truth, yeah, slanted. you, know, you need Pete for that. Yes. <laughs> and
2: a and, and brief too. That helps. <laughs>
1: That's
0: right. Okay, Pete, let's start off with awards then and we're going to go into the playoffs after that then. Okay. Might as well start off with the MVP, mate. Like you're saying, Embiid. You think he I, might get it, although I'm getting a vibe that you think he may not deserve it.
2: I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty close this year. Um, I'm undecided on who I'd vote for at the top spot, but you know, there's arguments either way. The scoring title, him getting that. I think people are going to be persuaded by that, not since Shaq has a centre, got, not even Jokic has got it. No. So... No. Uh, that's, and and he has dragged the 76ers, who being been pretty ordinary, let's face it, uh,
0: into home court. So, but, I don't know. Okay, Pete, in saying that, being pretty ordinary, mm-hmm. can I just sort of throw something out there? 76ers are in fourth position with 51 wins, equal to the second position Celtics. You know, the, the the Celtics, Bucks, and and 76ers are all on 51 wins. Drag them? You know, like... Yeah, the style they, of basketball
2: is the... not very good. Okay. It's not. hard. The Harden experiment is not working out. You
0: expect... you Well, going in, they're going to get bounced from the first round of the playoffs, I think. Oh, Pete, don't <laughs> say that. I've got, reasons, yep. I've got reasons why they might not, but I'm a little worried too. Don't get me they're, wrong.
2: They're clunky. They're very, very clunky. And if I'm uh, assessing the 76ers season, they looked better without Harden Ooh. when you had Maxi on ball for mega you know,
1: minutes. Pete, I heard, getting back to the MVP discussion, I heard that if – might have been Zach Lowe that said, I can't remember, but if – you didn't make the Harden trade, and it was just Embiid with those other guys that, you know, he probably would have been the front runner at this point for the MVP. But because Harden has come in and things have gone off the rails, I think a little bit, I think that sort of hurt his chances a little bit. Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, it it the style of basketball is it, we're not the plucky upstarts. If you Embiid and the kids, basically, mm. you know, and a few old guys, a mix. With, with Seth Curry there, it just, Maxi underrated, I think, or the impact he's had this season on, and when he's on ball for majority of the minutes, I think in the 76ers look better. Even though they played at Detroit the other day, Maxi's pretty, Maxi had the third quarter that I'm yet to see a hardened quarter. Really, where he's just blown the other team out of out of the off the court, and I've seen Maxi do it on yeah quite a few occasions this year, and one of them being against the Grizzlies, like yeah. a full strength Grizzlies too.
0: Yeah, Max is good, no doubt about that. I well, can you make a case for Embiid as MVP? Because I want to make mine for Jokic, um, and obviously Oracle's going to come up with some sort of reason why Tatum should be MVP. <laughs> Um, or someone else on that Celtics team? Can can you please make the case? Well, sports? it just
2: so happens I've got all the recordings of um, <laughs> of uh, the Oracle lambasting Tatum that as he's a, just standing there for start the, of the season. season. Yeah, just standing, hogging
1: there. the ball. Yeah, that's right. Hogging as the as ball. Hasn't he turned it around? I'll make the case. He's been simple, listening.
2: It's as simple as this: if it wasn't for Jokic, Embiid would be a shoe in. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I, I feel a bit sorry for Jojo that he's up against a freak of nature. A guy is just a stat machine, even though he didn't win a category of the major stats,
1: but he's just a stat machine. If he gets there, this, Sorry, go on. I was going to say, did it solidify his spot the other day, Maddie, when he decided to sit against the Lakers... And the Lakers ended up beating the Nuggets. Does that show just how good Jokic is? That uh, I don't know about Jokic that. When Jokic is playing, they're a decent side. When he sits, the Lakers can beat you.
0: Yeah, well, the Lakers weren't playing all their you know, best players either. I know. Um, look, my, why don't we start? I've got a few little things to throw out there. There's this lady named Joy Taylor. She's on this show oh. called Speak for Yourself. She had the top MVP um, picks as Embiid, Giannis and Booker. And she said, Joke and this was like a week before the end of the season, Joker doesn't have the record that the other guys do. At the time of her uh, soliloquy about uh, the shitness of Jokic, she said that he hasn't won enough games. And at that time, he'd won one less, well, the Nuggets have won one less game than the 76ers and the Bucks. But being in the West where they were a bit top-heavy, yeah, he was a couple of spaces below. You know, oh, they're coming sixth, you know, and the Bucks and the 76ers are coming, you know, third and fourth or whatever. And I thought, no, I don't buy that. I think about this. Jokic has brought the uh, Nuggets up to a position where they're, uh, you know, out of the play-ins and they're missing two max players and there aren't a lot of great players around him. And he's brought that team into a uh, scenario where other teams would be loving to be in that position with much better players uh, in their squads. So that says something. His numbers, the points, the assists, the rebounds, the blocks, the steals, the PR, uh, they're all off the charts. No one's ever done it before in the NBA. He's done it. I think he deserves it because if you had to pick one of those teams like, say, the Suns, You know who have carved out a lead over the rest of the league in terms of a standout team. I think they play a team basketball where they've got a great coach, an awesome team in terms of depth. The Nuggets don't have the depth. They're obviously behind them on the win-loss ratio. But if you're talking about the most valuable player and you're talking about a player that can drag up other players around him and make them better and make a team better... Jokic is a guy. Uh, yeah,
2: he didn't get the scoring title away, right? and that—that's the only true. way he, yeah. Embiid's in the race. Yeah. Look at how—look at how free, free-flowing the scoring is in the NBA, and Embiid wins the title. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: That
2: is that—that uh, that cannot be denied as a head turner for mm. a vote.
1: Mm. You know, I think either way, whoever wins, I think. You know, I I wouldn't argue against it if it's Embiid, I'd be happy. I I wouldn't either. If it's Jokic, I'd be happy. If it's Giannis, I'd be happy. You know, Um, I don't think Giannis is in it. I don't think Giannis is in it. You know, I think there was a time there when he had those back-to-back wins against the Sixers, where he got that block, and then you know he gets those points at the end of the Brooklyn game, and he beats KD. Where I was thinking, okay, he's making a big push here. And and I was thinking, oh, okay, is he going to start to capture the imagination of all these riders looking for a story? But, you know, then since then, he's sort of sat a few games and they've lost a couple and everything. And and I think that momentum's gone. Whereas when you look at Jokic, a couple of things you you didn't mention, Matty, was he's the first guy to get a certain amount of points, uh, rebounds and assists in a season in the history of the NBA Yep. He's got the, the best um, PR in the history of the NBA. And, you know, when, when you're watching him play, like, sure, he doesn't get as many points as Embiid, but he's giving out all these assists and the whole offense is running through him. Like, he's doing everything on offense and then he's doing everything on defense as well. Like, you really can't see what else can be done by a player to... Yep. I don't know how he has the energy to do it, but He yeah. doesn't jump. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it.
0: Pete, uh, yeah, Pete and Oracle, Sneak, I've got a, a an against Jokic theory that I reckon there's something too. Now, don't get me wrong, I think he deserves it, but this is the case against. With having such... Mm. Poor players around him, lower calibre players around him. You know, not having uh, Murray and Porter Junior there. Of course, his stats are going to be bigger because he's going to be playing a bigger role. If Murray and Porter Junior were there, he'd be getting less points. Um, he'd probably be getting less assists because he'd get less touches. So, he's- it's a
2: bit like it's a bit like Trent Barrett winning the Dalie M when the Dragons finished eleventh.
0: Oh, I don't know you if know, it's like sometimes, that. Sometimes like yeah. in a
2: shit team and the and you've got a megastar like mm. like I reckon one of the biggest things going against Jokic is he won it last year.
1: Yeah, no, that's true, Pete. Because yeah. when that happened to Giannis, and he might have been the best he he won it two years in a row. Sha- and he might have been the best in that third year too, but there's no way they're gonna give it to him three years in a row. You've got to be like a yeah. legend of legends to get three so, in a row. So Larry I recall- Bird.
0: Yeah, the the only thing I'd say about that is, if Jokic didn't break these records of you know points, assists, rebounds, you know the hitting that um, those marks that he did, and you know having the great highest PR of all time and blah blah blah. Yes, if he just had another season, you know, same as last year, and didn't get better and 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 take it beyond what was before and break records of, you know, that have never been broken, I would agree with that. But he did get better. He did break records and he has set a new benchmark. Now, would that have happened without, you know, Murray and Porter Jr. there? I don't know. You'd never know. But you won't know. No way. Yeah. But, But, you know, the same thing could be said for if, Harden was there from day one and was actually scoring like you'd think a superstar wasn't would and score. Beats best basketball with, with, without him. Yeah, mm. but but what I'm saying is, Pete, that what if, what could have, whatever. All we're looking at is the actual stats of what happened. You know, it's a yeah. it's a coin toss. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. a it's a literal coin toss. Who so, knows? So
1: and like Embiid, and, and let's not forget that he was not just carrying any team. This is a team that had a player that was deciding to sit out. And he was in the centre of all yeah, this that's controversy. True. It was controversial. He really held the team together. The 76ers could have fallen apart. That's at right. The start and of the it was his leadership that got them going and and kept them afloat and yeah. his great play. And you know, that's why you know he had an incredible M V P caliber season and it might go unrewarded, but he has just had a phenomenal season and and if he get, does get it, I'd be happy for him because he, he deserves it too.
0: The only thing I'll say about that, Oracle, is if Embiid washes out in the first round, that's worse than Jokic washing out in the first round considering the backup of players oh, around hopefully. them. Do, do you <laughs> yeah, but, think, is, is that okay. fair? Is that, <laughs> I, I know
1: yeah, can Oracle I, doesn't can like I it. it. he about about heaps the... harder this year. Heaps harder in the yeah, East. No, well, can I say something about that? that backup and that team around him. I don't know if Embiid's team around him is that much better, you know, minus Harden and, you know, they did have um, Seth Curry and they had Drummond and all this sort of stuff at that start of the year. But, you know, I, I don't know if he had that much of a better team around him. I think it was a little bit better, mm. but I don't think it was like a, is maxing superstars. The, around al- the other
0: thing I'd say, fellas is when they matched up against each other, Jokic won. And something should be said about that, you know. The, when it well, comes down, something should be said about about the 76 sixers having to play heaps harder teams. Yeah, but, but every, no, like Pete, more times
2: than the more times than
0: the Nuggets. You they, can't say that one game. Who cares, Pete? The 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 best two centers in the game. And bita has been ducking Jokic for seasons, oh, geez, being geez, injured, oh, whatever, geez, not able come, to play, whatever. Oh. I'm saying when it comes up to those two, I think head, I'm going to take another hiatus. Head to head, <laughs> head to head, Jokic has come out on top. Just saying that. Now, all
1: right, let's. Shall we move to the next? Uh, now, Oracle, you haven't uh, given what? your
0: MVP because Pete's got Embiid, I got Jokic. Who are you?
2: I didn't say that. so you even making up stories. Well,
0: well, what's your MVP?
2: I said I don't know. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna... I, don't, I really don't know. You. Either one of them could get it. I'll put in either Embiid, one of them deserves it. Embiid with the question mark. It comes mark. down to a vote. Comes down to opinion. That's the thing. What's your opinion? It's opinion. What's
0: your opinion?
2: My opinion is I think NB getting the scoring title is going to probably weigh it in his. Something that Jokic has never done. You talk about breaking records. Like getting in the PER in a side that, let's face it, is ordinary. Yeah. Ordinary. I accept that, mate. Getting all the stats in that
0: side. Come on, that's a bit. Weak. You've I accept got a, it. Me, that's a bit weak. I accept it. Oracle. Who's your MVP?
1: I got Jokic by a nose. Okay, and that's all it is. Can, can I just it's say? Can you I sit here for,
2: till, till yeah. midnight discussing the ins and outs. It's a, it's a, it's a bee's dick either way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll never, we'll never come to the end of. I'll just say this as well: that Giannis, the what I've seen him do in the last couple of weeks when he's turned it on has been amazing. And it would not surprise me if the Bucks win the um, the whole thing this year again. And I think Giannis will take another title, raising the uh, trophy above his head, and think, "Yes, that's what I wanted this year. I wasn't playing for the MVP. I was playing for a ring. And
1: if Giannis yeah. gets it, well,
2: there's another award I'd... out there to get Finals MVP.
1: Yeah."
0: He yeah, could, and Giannis could sights. get.
1: I think all those players want to win. I don't think any of them are doing yeah. it just to no, no,
0: no no, stats. no, no. But I'm saying Giannis has been methodical this year. I think with the Bucks about having the championship as the light of the end of the tunnel, and I think that's what he's aiming for. And he may get the playoff MVP. A little bit of a you know call from me. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, we'll see what happens. Most improved, Oracle. This
1: is contentious. I'll start right. with you. Well, I've got a couple of names here. I'll yeah. read you out some names that I was thinking yeah. would be in contention. You guys can have a think about it. So these are the guys I've got as most improved on my short list. I've got Morant, Bain, got McHale Bridges from Phoenix Suns, I've got Miles Bridges from Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, and Jordan Poole. No, There's... Wiggins. No, Wiggins has been rubbish. <laughs> he
0: did become an all-star, Pete.
1: But all-star. What do you
0: want? What do you want, Oracle?
2: You got something against
0: Wiggles. They are.
2: Yeah,
1: there's eight Wiggles. He, he's, he's a hater. He's most improved.
2: He, he's averaging twelve <laughs> he points a game. He went from nowhere to a starter in an All Star game, and then went back to nowhere again. <laughs> you don't like Wiggles? No, I don't. You're on the record. I am. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good list. I was... would. I think it's between Bane. Yep. And Maxi. Pete, I've actually
0: got. Maxi, and believe it or not, Morant.
2: I don't think Morant. I think Morant's in MVP discussions, but I, he's always been good. I don't I don't think he's improved. I think he stepped but, up. But He stepped just... up, but you, it was a natural progression. We all thought he was going to be there. I think the most improved has to be from a, a certain level to jump out of nowhere. That's a bit of a surprise. Don't you?
1: Yeah, I, well, like, I, I think Bain's got that thing, like a guy from nowhere to become like a rule decent player, but I kind of think Morant's gone from a, a good player, like a, an all-star type player, to a superstar player, yeah. and I reckon that's maybe the hardest
2: I'm a, jump I'm too, a little biased because I always thought he was going to be a superstar.
1: Yeah, like, well, I, I think this is the year, like, he, he's become the face of the league, I think, this year. I think yeah. he's gone what? from a guy that's a great young player to be one of the handful of the top players in the league. I think that's the hardest jump to make. So,
0: so here's my opinion. If pre-Harden coming into the 76ers, I would have picked Maxi because I thought he jumped on from being okay to being awesome.
2: He was a godsend at the start of the season. Yeah, He was an absolute godsend. Again, the 76ers would be nowhere without his first 30 games. And
0: and then you think about like unbelievable jump.
2: It was. No one expected that. No.
0: Really? Who did? And I think he was like, a surprise package in terms of a leap more than Morant. However, some of the stuff Morant did this year was he elevated himself to be, you know, one of the top handful of players in the league. Like you think about the fall off of, you know, some of the older greats, if Morant hasn't, yeah, but if, yeah, but if Morant hasn't sort of, put himself into the contention of, you know, the top handful of players in the league and probably for the next five, ten years to come, he's done that. You know, Maxi had a jump, in my opinion, of like, whoa, this guy's awesome. Yeah, okay, Harden coming in upset that a little bit, I think, but they're my two guys, and I'm, I'm mm. yet to be convinced. I'll, I'll give you a name at the end. But they're my two guys, Pete. Where are you going to well, settle, mate? I think on, mate?
2: um, see, I, as I said, I'm a bit different because uh, Morant's where I expected him to be. I when I, when I first saw him play uh, and you know looked at his his physicality and I thought, yeah, this guy's going to be a superstar. So he's just doing what I thought he'd do. So that's why I'm a bit. I'm not saying he hasn't improved, but it's just ex- it was expected to be like most impro- improved. Improve like you look at the Randall for from- Randalls from last year, that was out of nowhere. Even though I, lo- I love the guy, um, Maxi, but Bane, Bane with the Grizzlies, I think might tip it. I think it's Bane. Uh, like with if you looking at the most improved, the way I look at it, right? Yeah. Like so, we're discounting Morant. But Bain in that
1: team, oh
2: God, he was good.
1: Yeah, well, see, Pete, he was a guy that was picked around. I think he was picked thirty well, in the draft.
2: twenty eight.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, he's come from a guy that was sort of off the bench, you know, a couple of minutes here and there. So now, like, he's a bona fide starter, and you could argue one of the better two guards in the league. Like, he's he's got to be in the top, you know, six or seven. Shooting guards in the league at this point, and he's gone. And up and down nowhere too. before. Here's why. why I, down
0: on the defensive yeah. end too. He's he's great. Here's why I I play. I put Maxi above of Bane. Bane played against the Nuggets without Morant the other day, and he basically got shut down. Okay. Now I'm obviously biased from the games that I've watched, but I've seen Maxi take over a game when Embiid wasn't there. And be the superstar on a team for a game or multiple games in a row without Embiid and carve it up and actually have them winning games. Well, I've already I mentioned haven't... The,
2: that game, the the 76ers versus the Grizz this year when when Maxie was going up against Moran and they were putting on a circus show.
0: Yeah. It was great but, to watch. But I'm saying I haven't I haven't seen Bane do that. He's probably done it. But with my eyes, I've seen Maxi do that.
1: Okay. I, so I, shooting I'm biased. Came I'm biased. Out of nowhere
2: from the perimeter.
1: Can I just give Mikael Bridges a bit of love? Yeah, yeah, Mikael. Uh, so, he's a guy that was a 3 and D guy last year and, and a good one. He's now a guy that, you know, you put on the opposite team's best player and he can shut him down. He shut down Steph Curry and plenty of other guys. He's also a guy that cre- can create his own shot and create for others. And that just wasn't part of his game at all last year. So he's a guy that they can throw it to and he can make something happen. So, and he's doing it on a team that is the best team in the league where so, yeah. they're giving him um, that kind of responsibility. So, He's really taken his game to a, a absolute new level that um no one expected from him either. And I'll,
2: He's durable.
1: I'll pay that. Uh, yeah, never missed the game.
2: Yeah. Booker and and uh Paul were in and out all season, but he's missed Miles was good too. You got a Miles' first half of the season was fantastic as well. Yeah. So But
1: I think I'm. Um, I think Maddie, my vote's gonna go to Morant because I, I think going to that superstar level is the hardest jump to make and and I think that he's done that this year what's against him is he's had so many games out you know about mm. 20 games out but I, I think in in the time that he did play he's shown he's a terrific leader which we knew already but you know not many guys make it into that top you know six or seven players in the league and To do that is, I think, something special. So my vote's with him, even though it's it's a huge field.
2: He was on the way to upsetting the Jokic and Embiid Quinella too. Remember he had that rich run of form at 14 games where he was just unstoppable. Yeah. And if he had kept that up into the later half of the season, be, it would be a whole different conversation. You wouldn't have me and Matty No and-
1: nah. I don't know. I, I think Jokic and Embiid have had two of the greatest seasons in a long, long time. So it'd have to be something very special for Morant to keep that going. I mean, that's why it's so special is that Embiid and Jokic did that every night. You know? Yeah, when
2: you're doing layups with two-and-a-half twists and double pike position, like it's going to yeah, turn incredible. a lot of heads
1: with the votes. <laughs> incredible. Yeah Sneak,
0: yeah. Sneak, are you going to pull the plums out and put them on the line or what? Okay, I'm going to go Maxi. Maxi. Just
2: for, yeah, because I've got to give some support to the 76ers. I, yeah. I loved Maxi. I love Maxi. Remember when the trades were talking and I yes. wanted to keep him? Like, and
0: uh, that's why. Hang on. I I must to keep him. Sneak, there were times where you said you would trade Maxie for Halliburton and whatnot. That wasn't a trade. I think Halliburton's a better player,
2: don't you? Uh,
0: I just said I'd keep Maxie because I had a bit of team continuity in mind. But I'll just say, look, if I'm going to pick a most improved, I'm going to just say Morant with an honourable mention to Maxie because... I saw him as a very close second, but I saw Maxi go up from a a good player to an awesome player, whereas Morant went from an, a possibly awesome player to a possibly great player. Where was Morant? great? Yeah. Where was
2: Morant uh, drafted at?
0: By the not, way, not sure. I recall.
2: Number two. Number two.
1: After, um, Zion.
0: Where was Maxi Pete? Do you remember? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Who actually made that selection? Oracle. Of. Of Maxi. Um seventy
1: sixes. Yeah, it was seventy sixes. Yeah, but the, what,
0: was was, it was that Maury? Was that Maury or was that?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Was, it was last it? year. No, no, no. It was. This um, is his
2: sophomore year. This
1: is. No, no, no. It wasn't Maury. It was. It was the guy before him. It was. Um. I, I think it was the. Uh, What's his name? It wasn't the the guy that did all the um Embiid stuff because he he got shafted, and then they brought in someone else, and I think they got him.
0: Whoever it was did a great job making
1: that oh, yeah, selection. Yeah.
0: Defensive Player of the Year.
1: This is another fight. Yeah. Mm. Look. All right. Okay. So
0: can we start with the Oracle sneak?
1: Yeah. Yeah. These are the guys I think are the only ones in contention. So. Go Bear is the safe choice, um, Smart,
0: nah. yeah.
1: Bridges, Tybal. And then you got guys that have been injured maybe a bit too long in both uh, Draymond Green and Bam Adebayo. But they're both, you know, I think still in contention for this award as well. Now, one thing I'll say is that nobody as a guard has won this award since Gary Payton about 25 years ago. Hmm. So if Smart wins it, he's really going against the conventional wisdom where the big man is the most important the on The Rim defense. protector, the rim protector. Yeah, look. So can I just one, can I time. just
0: chuck something in on that oracle? It's pretty obvious to me. Being a Nugget supporter, having a player that isn't a rim protector as such, you know, someone who's getting up there and blocking shots, Jokic is good at deflecting the ball on the way up. Or in the gather and not well he does do some block shots there's no doubt about that but what I see is the lack of D around the three-point line defending the guards and giving them access to the paint has really hurt the Nuggets this year being able to defend those guards who are attacking our outside defenders and coming in and then making it hard for Jokic I actually think that perimeter defense has had a little bit of a renaissance of importance, and if you can't stop the guy in front of you on the
1: perimeter, it
0: makes it very hard for your rim protector. Mm.
1: So, so he, here's an argument against that, Maddie. Like mm. you got, say, so a guy like Avery Bradley, who's yes. a terrific one-on-one defender for a guard. But he makes absolutely no difference to the defense of the team because he might defend his guy, but then he just gets, you know, um, uh, the guard gets around him through a a screen or something like that. And then everything's got to be directed towards the big man, you know. And, And so the big man sort of can defend the whole team in a way that a perimeter guy just can't.
0: It's the last line of defense. part of the
1: defense is securing that rebound as well, and the big man is a part of that too.
0: Well, it's the last line of defense. There was a time where Sneaky, where Embiid was saying that he should probably be considered for Defensive Player of the Year as well. There's got to be something said for the big man when it comes to Defensive Player of the Year because he's a bloke at the end of the day where someone's taking it to the rim. It's up to them, Pete.
2: Sure. And um, I think uh mention has to give to Miles Turner, who was looked on yes. to be on his way before the injuries got he and had a great season with the especially blocks. I think I think he was, it was leading out.
1: the league in blocks by yeah. quite a substantial way. And and I should have said Jarnes as well, who's yeah, another yeah, of course right up there too.
2: I think um if Tybal got more minutes, he'd be but the fact that he doesn't play that that many minutes kind of Puts a line through him when it comes to if it was like Tybalt versus um, Smart, say, which um I caught some of the Celtics the other day, and <laughs> Smart really does add a lot to the Celtics, doesn't he? He does, especially he does. if he's especially if his three ball was hitting. He's uh he's he quite does. an up and down player when when he's shooting well.
1: Yeah, and look, getting back, if I can talk about Smart for a minute, because he's I think the first chance of a guard getting this award since Gary Payton. And I think what he does offer is it's not just that he can guard pretty much anyone on the court, even the big men. He can do that too. He's also the guy that does all the talking, all the organising. He's the one that is putting everybody in the right position to succeed. He's the guy that can box out a big man as well, so they can get the rebound. He's the, he's a guy that like is so uh, ubiquitous with what's happening out there. He's part of every single defensive thing that they do. And I really hope he gets it because I don't know what a a smaller guy can do more than what I've seen from Smart this year. They have the best defence in the league and he's the best defender on that team. And I think he's got a good chance of getting it.
2: I think so too. I have to say that through gritted teeth. Um, Drew Holiday had a good season as well. But um,
1: He did, but the Bucks' defence is way lower than what yeah, it has it been in previous years. And that's why I didn't put him on that list. He, he's, I think, as good as Marcus Smart one-on-one defensively with other guards. I don't know if he has that overall team impact that, that Smart does. And when you've got a guy like Giannis sort of protecting everything, you know, once you get past it, 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 it does help a lot. You know and I, I actually if I had to give someone the nod outside of smart it, it'd probably be Yaninus as the other guy because he he like smart can guard everybody and he's a guy that scares you getting close to the rim that he's going to block you and things he, he's a guy that can be like a one-man wrecking crew on yeah. his own
0: I had I had Janis and smart as my two uh Pete did you who are you gonna throw out there mate
2: uh, I think um, Oracle, it's hard to argue with him when it comes to the defensive. It's pretty – it's not as uh, argumentative or controversial as some of the other spots. Um, it's, only, it, it's between Gobert, Giannis, and Smart. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm not going to – Gobert is out of the discussion for me because Gobert can't guard Jokic one-on-one. And I don't know, Pete, we mentioned before, can he guard – embed uh, one on one, and I think that um, the Jazz are doing the thing where they've got Jokic guarding the power forward and having the power forward guarding the big man, and he's doing help defense because he can't do it one on one, and they're not doing the uh, two on one scenario. And you know, if if he's meant to be the defensive player of the year and he can't guard another player one on one, forget about it. You know he, he's opposite. If he can't do it, nah, he's out. So to me, it's either uh, Smart or Giannis, and I'm going to pick Smart. So Oracle, who are you picking? I've got Smart, Pete.
2: I'll pick. I'll pick Smart. Okay,
0: nice.
2: Celtics getting the the mm. defensive crown kind of
0: sways Nice. Yep. Okay. So we're next one is Coach of the Year. Oracle, can you lead us off with that one, mate?
1: So I think there's three. I mean, there's always candidates like Spo and um, you could say Pop and everything like that. But Michael I think Malone. there's three standouts yeah. <laughs> this year. Well, no. I think what? there's three. Yeah, Michael well, Malone. I think <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think Michael Malone this year. Oh, well, you can throw him in. Put him in the mix. Nah! Doc. Michael Malone. Where's Doc? Monty Williams yes. from... The Suns, I mean, they beat the rest of the uh, league by like nine, yeah. ten games. Yeah. They dominated the game this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so he, he's got to be, I think he's the favorite. One guy that I really like is uh, Taylor Jenkins from the Grizzlies. They've got the second best record in the league. A team that was expected to finish maybe ninth or something or eighth in the West. And he's got them now to second by a clear margin. Yeah. Everybody on that team can play. They were drafted some of them quite low and and he's got the most out of them all. Doesn't matter who's out, they still win. Um I, I think he's a, a great, great candidate. And my third is Ime Udoka from the Celtics, because and hear me out here, they started off bad because he came in, he changed everything. And it took him a couple of months to get used to his new systems and all of that. And now they have the best defense. They have the best offense. Every single player is playing the best of their careers. They're passing the ball much more than they ever have. He's basically turned them completely around in one year. And you don't see a turnaround like that. I don't think I've ever seen a turnaround like that since I've been watching, where a team sort of started out and played so poorly the first half of the year and then went gangbusters like they did this year. So for mine, they're the top three.
0: Sneaky, like obviously you're going to be batting for Doc Rivers with all he's done for. No, i like want to
2: fight Doc Rivers.
0: I've got more record of that. I don't rate him at all. Yeah, well, over to I. Uh, so do you like me? I like. Williams from the Suns. I just think that well, that's a bit of an egg on the face for you, isn't it? Why is that? Oh, you were
2: writing off the Suns at the start of the year. You thought no way, no way they're coming back. It was a, it was a flash in the pan, a bolt of lightning. They're bastards, and now they're the best team in the NBA. And you're giving him the coach of the year. What a turnaround! Yeah, hang on, Pete.
1: Talking about a
0: turnaround, Oracle. Isn't How that, about that one? Isn't that big, well? Isn't is that, that big, because he's
1: impressed you so much, yeah. maybe, That he's, he's done all that with nothing.
0: Isn't that big of me to, to do that? I don't look. big man. No, but humble. But but Pete, I'll, I'll look at it this way: they are streaks ahead of the league. Okay, he's doing something right. Okay. I uh, agree. Chris Paul <laughs> has been to a number of teams where this hasn't happened.
2: Okay. I completely agree.
0: Yeah. Now, so it's not Chris Paul in isolation. It's the team have done really well. And whether it be, you know, the assistant coaches, the back office or whatever, Williams as the coach, you know,
2: it,
0: that that's the guy that the praise needs to be directed at. And, you know, he's made it all work around him. So I think that it's pretty pretty much a standout. Can't be anyone else but him. Oracle?
1: I think, Matty, if you replace Monty Williams with someone else, I think they'd still be a very good team. They may not be that you know, 62-win team, but maybe they're a 53-win team or something mm. like that. When you've got a team that has got so many good players, I think that they would have done well anyway. I think a team like Grizzlies, when you've got their superstar who missed 20 games yeah. and they didn't miss a beat and all these guys, like we, we already talked about Bain, but there were so many guys that came from Milton. nowhere in this team. And they're, they're great.
0: Yeah, okay. So uh, Adams, let's just address that then, Oracle. Oh, it, okay, the Suns. Mm-hmm. They did well last year. They've done even better this year. And you couldn't really ask for them to do any better. They've exceeded expectations. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Now, they have exceeded expectations. Yep. Here's the coach. Mm -hmm. Got it, mate. (laughs) There's, There's no doubt the Grizzlies have exceeded expectations as well. Okay. But when I think about the Grizzlies... And I'm looking at their lineup right now. Jar Morant, Adams, Jackson Jr., Brooks, Zay Williams, Jones.
1: Bruce All Clark. nobodies at the start of the year. Yeah. yeah. And remember, remember, Pete, they Contra. made that trade. Pete, remember they made that trade when they got rid of. Oh, what's his Ames. name? To, to bring in Adams. They, they got uh, rid of. Valanciunas. Valanciunas, who was such an important player for them. And, and they got rid of a few other pieces that were useful for them, and everyone was thinking they might take a bit of a step back. It was a little bit of a risk. Remember that? And yeah. it's made no difference at all. They've gotten much, much better. They have.
2: Yeah. It helps when you bring in the best offensive re- rebounder in the league so you get more shots with that lighter, with now, That offensive line. Now, yeah, can
0: we just say this, right? Let's see what happens in the playoffs, okay? Being great, it doesn't this, matter. This, this They've award's already won. for now. It's not yeah. for the playoffs. But being great in the regular season is one thing. Having a team that can win in the playoffs is another, right? So let, let's so just... So
2: Grizz... It
0: doesn't matter what happens in the playoffs for the Grizzlies. doesn't. They've already won. Yeah. They've done well, Pete. All I'm saying is that the Suns and what they have done... Williams, as their coach, has not won a Coach of the Year yet. And what he's done with that franchise... I think deserves a coach of the year award.
2: I'd give it to Williams because of the, on the back of two seasons. Yes. And I think year. he need I think he deserves it. Yes. Um, Doku. I can't, I have to put a line through him because he produced some of the worst basketball I've ever seen at the start of the year. And you can't give kudos to a turnaround mid season turnaround. Oh. Like, cause to do that, you've got to play shit. And then you've got to play good. No, nah, Pete. That doesn't that doesn't satisfy my my criteria. Thank you very so, much. So it's so, Jenkins or Williams, and I'll go Williams.
1: It, yeah, I'm, exactly going Williams too. I'm, I'm going my criteria. I'm going to go Williams Udoka. too. You're going who? Sorry, Oracle. I'm, I'm going to go Udoka. Which one exactly? Take? That reason. How yeah. can
2: you How can you go for? How can you because How can you accept a guy that what produces that rubbish at the start of the season and Pete. then finds a formula in the second half of the season? Yeah.
1: I'll tell you why. It's because again, we jettisoned players. Like we we got rid of players at the start of the year. It was looking like we'll take a step back. And we only made it to, you know, the first round of the playoffs last year when we were beaten by Durant. And it was gonna be another like rough year. That's what we were thinking. You bring in a new coach, he's got all these new systems and all this sort of stuff, and it took him a while. Okay. Oracle and now yep. they've got it, and Oracle. they're playing the best they've ever played. Oracle, I'll ever say this. Played. Oracle, and, and he's he's responsible for that.
0: Oracle, they're playing good basketball, no doubt about that. Now, why wasn't Coach Brad Stevens, yep. who was apparently a guru before the current one, why couldn't he make that happen?
1: I don't know, but Udoka has this sort of. Um, from what I hear, a very, he's very hard on the players, but he's also very warm and has a good relationship with them and they don't mind him being hard on them. I think he looks that, like a tough
0: guy. I'll give him that. I'll yeah. say that's like Pete with me. He's very hard on me, but he's very warm as well. So, like, you know, we Some people him. need discipline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's brought in a new culture.
2: That... I think you're looking through green-coloured glasses at the moment, man. Mm. And, and you can't can he, have that. Oracle. Oracle. You're dreaming, Oracle.
1: You're dreaming. You're dreaming. You haven't Oracle.
2: been the best team for most of the season. No. no
1: rubbish. No, that's they're, they're rubbish. Like the suns. We're 28-5. and five, The last bit. Like, no one's anywhere near that. Yeah, you know what?
2: Since, since All-Stars.
1: No, since the All-Star since, break. It's like January 1st. Everyone
2: turned off except the Celtics
1: since january 1st so the first two months we were terrible and since then we've been the best and and i and it's all down to everyone learning what they needed to from the okay. doka and everybody in that team has improved every single one everyone's oracle, played well oracle
0: it's such a tragedy, isn't
1: oracle tragedy oracle the
2: nets
0: bounce in the first round oracle <laughs> yeah <laughs> oracle we're going to move on we're going to move yep. on to the rookies because
2: yep. um, is there any uh, is there any rookie at the Celtics?
1: Yeah, we're gonna yes, move no. on. We're gonna, we're <laughs> no, gonna... no, they're out of this category. Um, Oracle
0: oh, we might get some unbiased opinions. Oracle, can you set the scene for the um, rookies, yeah. and then Pete, can you lead off the retort?
1: Yeah, I, I think there's only three in contention: Scotty Barnes from the Raptors, who's really effective on both ends, and I think he's probably been this one of the strongest candidates recently and he's got his team up to fifth in the standings as well so he's got a is on a very good team you've got Evan Mobley who has played for the Cavs has played brilliantly all year perhaps the best defensive player to come into the league in many many years probably dropped off a little bit the last month or so with injuries and whatnot but has had a solid season all through For a competitive team. And then we've got Cade Cunningham. Who started off a little bit slower. and But has really come on and played extremely well. Albeit for a team that's struggling in the Detroit Pistons. Down the bottom of the league.
2: I think he's nailed it. I think it's only only those three. And for me it's Scotty Barnes. Because Cade Cunningham. Best second half. Mobley. Best first half. Scotty Barnes consistent the whole year he's so important and i can just referencing the 76s games Mm. against um because it's the games i've watched uh, against the raptors scotty Barnes is like he's been playing nba for eight years he's he's total. he's an old head on a young body yeah He's athletic. He does everything on both ends of the, of the court yeah. and he's missed the consistency. And for a rookie like Cade Cunningham's had a great second half, but yep. when all the pressure's off, when they're not making anything, so he can just relax into his um, mobility at the, at the start of the season, I thought he was going to be a uh, hands down rookie of the year. No worry. Yeah. But he kind of, he kind of got into a bit of a rut that he, and then he got injured as well. And, he kind of struggled to get back into form. But Scotty Barnes has been like a, a German watch, a Swiss watch, sorry, like just ticking over, ticking over. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that position on the Raptors. That's done. That's done for That's done for the next five years, however well, they want to keep him. Pete, yeah. I, was,
0: I was very impressed with him playing against the Nuggets, and I thought, oh, geez, he's oh, great. Good. He's good. But I'm not actually going to pick him. You my, gonna pick? No, I'm actually gonna go Mobley because yeah? there's something special about that guy. I agree, totally. He's a great player. Yeah. I just
2: don't think if you're looking at the whole season, I think I, you have to give it to Barnes.
0: Yeah, I go against the trends, and I think that you know I've seen like don't get me wrong, Barnes is good. I like him. I think he's something special about him. But Mobley is that next level, and I think. Here's the guy for me. Oracle, we've got to get through these. Oracle, who are you liking the rookies?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go Barnes, but I think that long-term, he's probably going to be the third best player. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I who are you picking? That. Barnes? Yeah. I think I if, think you, that,
2: if you look at the season, it's got to be Barnes for me.
1: I think that Evan Mobley and Cunningham will probably be better players long-term. Um, I'm going to go Scotty Barnes, by a hair over Evan Mobley.
0: Sneak,
2: who you like? Barnes. And, uh, you know, uh, honorable mention to Franz
0: Wagner. Oh, I like oh, Franz. Yeah. I like Franz. <laughs> he's good. Sixth man of the year, Sneak. Oh, it's Tyler Hero. Put a pin in it. Oracle? Yeah, he's, the only, he's the only
1: one. He's the only one. Oh, okay. And, and you, Emmanuel quickly, if And that's like. why I'm a bit worried about the Heat is because they're so reliant on him to get their scoring at the end of games. And if he's not firing, they're not scoring.
0: Okay, and I've gone, in terms of six men, I've gone Kevin Love.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. Did you hear he got 30-something points in 15 minutes the other day? No, I
0: didn't. But I (laughs) love the love. And And I've had a little sneaky love affair with the Cavs. And watching him in that second unit and whatnot, I've been really enthralled with what he's done. And
1: I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm it, a, I'm a Cavs it, fan as well. You know, Matty, um, there's a guy, John Hollinger, and he said he picked Kevin Love over Tyler Hero because all Tyler Hero does his score, mm. but Kevin Love, he rebounds. He's a leader on the team yeah, as exactly. well. They can run yeah. the offense yeah. through him. Yeah, exactly. It. He does a lot of other things.
0: That's me. That's what I reckon. Okay, now. Guys, let's get into the nuts of it. I want to start with the 9 versus 10. Now, we're going to have to go through this reasonably quickly. Yep. The Pelicans versus the Spurs, Oracle.
1: Going to go the Pelicans on this one here. Yeah. I really like how they've looked since they've made that trade. And McCullum has given them a new dimension there. What happened and... yesterday
2: with McCollum? I didn't see the game. He only played five minutes. Is that an injury?
1: I don't know. I, I haven't heard, no. I okay. Didn't hear you would have heard it. if. It... Yeah. Pete, so I, Pete, I'm going to go the, the Pelicans in that. Pelicans. Pete. I okay.
2: think the Pelicans are pretty good at the moment with McCollum. And uh, even Jackson Hayes is playing pretty well as well. Yeah, I'm going the Pelicans.
0: Okay. I was thinking Spurs, but now you guys, got... I'm going to go Spurs.
2: Is um well, I reckon we should mention uh, Murray. It, he's not he's not into any of the categories, but he what a season he had!
1: Yeah, great season. Jamal Murray. No, no.
0: John um, <laughs> Wolves Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Clippers. Pete. This is a, this is the toughest one.
1: Yeah,
2: I think I, so too. I'm going the Clippers.
0: Pete. Yeah. Paul Simon. George is back.
1: Simon. You know I've thought about this one long and hard and I'm gonna go with Pete because I think that the Clippers have firstly a lot of experience where this is their first time really for cat um, and the um and the Timberwolves. I like that they can put all these guys on cat like a um Rocco and um, what's his name Mubak? Um, Senior Morris senior and all on. this. No, I don't think they're going to put Zubac on him. I think they're going to put huh? back. No, I think they're going to put him on what's that powerful that came from Denver, Matt, that is playing for them? Um, Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt. yeah, Vanderbilt. I, I think they'll put their big man on Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt plays under the rim, yeah, he's and in the they'll put spot. their big man there and they'll put like <laughs> a like a guy like um, what's that French Batum? guy that they've got as well? Batum, yeah, they'll put Batum on him.
0: But you're thinking, you're forgetting that he's the best three-point shooter in the league. But anyway, okay. I'm yeah, picking, I'm, and I put Batum on him. I'm picking the Timberwolves. Now, why? Hey? Why? Because they're better.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they could be. But it's um, Ty Lu, He's pretty a pretty good operator. Up against a guy first time in the postseason okay. as well. Um, well I mean, Chris Finch. We'll, so, talk,
0: we'll talk about it next week, why you were wrong and why I was right. All right. Um <laughs> Easton Conference. Hawks versus Hornets. Sneak. Hawks. Yeah. The Simon?
1: Well, Hawks have played very well these last this last month. And they've got a pretty good record. Yeah. And Haywood's out as well. Yes. So I'm gonna go Hawks as well. But you know, any of these games, we all know that it's one game, anything, anything could happen.
0: happen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nets, but I'll go Hawks. Nets and Cavs, Pete. The Nets. Oracle. I'll
1: go Nets. I'll, I'll okay, go Nets. See you later. I'll go. I'll go. They had if um, their sender was playing for the Cavs. Oh, I think that would be a very very close game. Is Jared Allen out for the season? No, they said that he's not going to play this um, play in. He's sort of day to day. Save
2: save him up for the. They
1: don't want to play the Celtics in the first round. They, they might throw it and then you know, come up <laughs> against someone else. Who doesn't want to? What? The Nets. The Cavs. They, they don't want any piece of the Celtics. They don't, they don't want to win that game.
2: I reckon the Nets are rubbing their hands about getting the Celtics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it on. Fresh Kyrie. Would
0: Durant. Kyrie would love it.
2: Talk about the booby prize for no. finishing second.
0: Yeah. Now, I'd like to watch that series. Western Conference. So the Suns are going to be playing against the eight seed, and that eight seed is going to be the LA Clippers. In your opinion, so the Suns are against the No, no no, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no,
2: no, no. They play the the loser plays the the winner of the nine ten. So yes. if
0: oh sorry, I looked at that wrong. Yeah. So then you guys are going. Oh, okay. So then who's going to win out of the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Pelicans? Timberwolves. I think Timberwolves as well. Okay. I think Timberwolves will be eighth. Okay. And then who's going to win out of the Suns and the Timberwolves?
1: Suns. Well, the Suns. By far. But, well, By you know, I, I'm glad that the the Timberwolves will be up against them because I think Towns will give them a bit of trouble. Mm. But I just think the Suns, Like I don't know how you can bet against them all the way through, you know? like They've been so red hot. It's going to take a team like uh, the Celtics or whatever to, to knock them off, I think. So... <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Pete?
0: <laughs> so I'm actually going to say that the Suns are going to be playing against the Clippers. Yeah. And I want to pick the Suns. Yeah, okay.
2: so, I, hope, I hope it's as good a series as uh, last year's against the Clippers and Suns. It's probably one of the better series. It was like uh, that was like um, Boston Miami, uh,
1: and and Kawhi's playing three on three. You never know.
2: Yeah, could be sleepers. That'd so, be great for Kawhi, I Yes,
1: Mav, Mavs Jazz Oracle. So Doncic, as you know, suffered a Ankle. strain. Yeah in the last few minutes of his play um last game and they don't know how long he's going to be out for and you know if he's out at all geez you don't like the sun the um, Mavericks chances without no, him one bit. On. but on. the jazz have been rubbish awful um I'm still gonna tip the Mavericks because I think well, well, even if, if well, with Doncic out even, no, but even if, if Doncic misses just a game or two, I think he can still come back and win.
2: Yeah, if Doncic is in Mavericks, if Doncic is out, Jazz. Yeah, that's
1: right. But I think if he can play, and even if he can play by game two, or three, three would be really pushing it. I'd, I'd go for the, the Mavericks. God, the
2: Jazz are under a bit of pressure, eh? If they've so, they got the
1: exact sort of game plan that Gobert hates where so, he's got to guard some little bloke out on the perimeter and everything. It's the perfect team to play against the Jazz.
0: So Mavs, Jazz, who are you pick Oracle? Mavs. Sneak? All things being equal, don't you please? Mavs. I don't like the Jazz. Yeah, me too. Um, Warriors, Nuggets, Oracle. What's going well, on,
1: Steph? Yeah. Look, He'll play, I, I mate. Think He'll play. I'm going to go the Warriors because I think Steph should be back and they might look a lot closer to how they looked at the beginning of the year with everybody back when they were just beating everybody Mm so I'm going to go the Warriors in that one Sneak
2: Warriors with uh, Clay Curry and Draymond yeah I think the Warriors have too much
0: look my brain tells me that the Nuggets are going to get beat but there's something in my heart that tells me that the Nuggets are going to be able to beat the Warriors, and I'm going to pick the Nuggets. Now, the Grizzlies versus Seven Seed. Now,
2: Which would, for us, it would be the, uh, the seventh,
0: uh, Clippers. Clippers. Oracle? Yeah. Grizz- Grizzlies. I'm
1: going to pick the Grizzlies, no matter who they've got in this one. Yeah. So if it is, you know, as you say... The wolves. I, I still think the, the Grizzlies have just been too good this year, and I think that Morant will be back. They'll be at full strength, and they've proven to be a real a, a great. So I'd say that um, the the Clippers' their best play is to play small ball, and we know that the Grizz have a great small ball lineup when they put um, Triple J um, Jaron Jackson Jr. in at center. A... And they play small guys around him, but they've got a great small ball lineup. So I'm going to go Grizzlies.
0: Okay, I've got a um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, story to tell, but I might let Pete lead off with, "What are you going to pick out of the Grizzlies in the seventh seed, mate?"
2: Grizz, because I think they're the better team, and for sentimental reasons, I want them to go deep because I think the league would uh, would want it, and it'd be very exciting if the if there's um. A sniff of the Grizz going to the conference finals. That would okay. be something else.
0: I'm going to pick Minnesota to beat the Grizz. Why?
2: He's a bit anti on the Grizz, don't you think, Reckonstein?
0: Yeah. Right,
1: he hasn't been it, watching mate. much basketball, has he? <laughs> I'm expecting a pretty good analysis here because this is a, a big upset. Is that a big call, is it? Huge! What?
0: What? What's unusual about the call? Sorry, what? what, what do I need to... Well, um, the
1: the wolves have stumbled the last month. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy like, t- or pretty much all their players haven't played in the playoffs before. They haven't played, you know, these big games and things. You've got um, a guy like what's that point guard that they've got there?
2: Anthony Edwards or Russell? No, Russell. R-
1: Russell, who is so terrible defensively that you can just imagine. What Jar's going to be able to do to him, just to destroy him, and really any guard they they put on him. I, I think, I, I think that the Grizzlies have so much versatility. They can play small. They can play big. They can play a shooting lineup. They can play an athletic lineup. I they just can play don't a slow how lineup and Anderson it. minutes. Yeah. So tell me, Matt, what do you got?
0: Well, I think. <laughs> Calling you out. Yeah, I think the Grizz. You could say the same thing about them. Who are um, they? At? Hang on, their point
2: guards rubbish. And so, no, no, no <laughs> like, hang on.
0: Who what? can you say an their lineup that's been there before and done it and led the way? Uh, I'm I'm looking at the Timberwolves and I see Cat and I'm seeing Russell and I'm seeing. A bunch of guys, Edwards, yeah, Edwards, keep going. That are Edwards, that are on. a bit He's of, had a shocking season. Yeah, but he scored like forty five. He's good, yeah. A, of course, he's good, but he's, he's shocking for him. He's on. Well, he scored forty odd the other night. He's on a bit of a roll. He was
2: one from thirty from three at one stage. Some crazy number yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: I am just saying, Pete. They're on a roll and they got a little what? bit of team camaraderie going at the moment, and I just think <laughs> that they're gonna smash the Clippers. And they're going to give Memphis a little bit of, ooh, Jesus. Because Memphis, like, as I said to you, Oracle, the other day, if I could pick a team, you know, that was solidified in the top four, who I'd like to play as a nugget, it was Memphis. Now, Minnesota have a big man, not the same as Jokic, but a big man that can score. And I don't know that Memphis have anyone who can guard him. Adams? Are you joking? Well, Adams can't guard Jokic. like,
1: Adams? Well, I, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of the guys that okay. people have talked about defensive player of the year. Yeah. Like, he blocks a lot of yeah. shots. Okay. He...
0: Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. against the Nuggets the other day, he elbowed Jokic in the face and cut him open. Okay. That was an Oh, accident. yeah. Accident, though. It was an accident. Okay, good on you, Jaron. I actually think he might be a pretender.
2: Uh, you are you are giving yourself a lot of rope. <laughs>
0: to this this podcast, it's gonna come back to haunt you, Matty. Mate, I'll tell you what: when Minnesota come over the top of the Grizzlies, you guys are gonna be going, come over the top with who, Matty? Well, like, you
2: haven't you haven't made your case. Man- you're talking no, about like okay.
0: Memphis have, have a lot of guys who are untested, okay, and. I saw, them saying, mate, I saw them against. him against the Nuggets the other day without Moran. i against the Saying they were without Moran, did- and they did not step up to the plate. They fucking well,
1: well, but okay, okay. Let's have a just go back one year. Yeah, Grizzlies did make it into the playoffs. Yeah. They were one of those teams in the play-in that beat the Grizzlies, uh, beat the um, Warriors, and Warriors were supposed to win, and the Grizzlies beat them. And then um, Ja Morant was having these 40, 45, 50-point games in the playoffs last year. You know, they, they played really well in the playoffs. But I I'm agree with all my, that.
0: This is second-year um, syndrome. I'm just going...
1: Like the most improved player in the
2: competition, you said. The most improved. He's gone from being, what was it, okay to awesome? Yeah. 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 So who's, who, who's, who's the superstar on... Are you saying that the cat is in the top handful of plays in the league?
0: Dude, there's three of them.
2: Anthony Edwards, no way.
0: And and Russell? Are you joking? Dude, I'm just saying that's my opinion. I reckon <laughs> the Timberwolves will beat the Grizzlies.
1: That's my opinion.
2: Bane. Like- might have been most improved, Morant. Dude, most, or
1: more, <laughs> you've made some compelling um, arguments. Yeah, there, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> are you are you writing these down, Pete? Yeah, I'm, I'm recording. I'm making sure I've got these time
0: stamped. I'm, I'm playing how them. How can
1: you argue that? I'm writing
0: them down. I'm just saying that I think
1: that Memphis. It right, might not,
0: funny thing, it might yeah, not even
1: happen. <laughs> you keep saying. You keep this is a yeah, game. Matt, you keep saying yeah. You think Memphis isn't as good as? Uh, you know the Timberwolves, but you're not saying like why. You're not saying,
0: mate, because we we the Nuggets just almost because beat there was them one so Nuggets game no, you watched. of no, no, each It's of not why. it's every game we've watched them. I thought these guys aren't as good as every the result.
2: 85 percent of the times I've watched the Grizzlies, my, my jaw's been on the floor saying, "How?" Remember the Grizzlies versus Warriors?
1: Yeah, that was yeah epic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> my jaw's been on the floor about how good this team mate, is. Where they come from? I'm going to watch the Timberwolves I'm game. I'm telling you guys
1: uh, nah, my nah.
0: personal experience here, okay? I'm just saying, okay? Okay, move on. All right. Let's move yeah, on. let's keep going. Okay, Eastern <laughs> Conference. Heat versus the eight
1: seed. So, Heat are going to play against the... Oh, either, I would say it would be the Hawks. Probably the Hawks. We're thinking Hawks, 8, and we're thinking Brooklyn, Net's 7, seven. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I think the Hawks will uh, be... Uh, hang on. It says I think he, the Hawks will beat. Um, it says he, he 8, can't.
0: is Brooklyn or Cleveland, no, yeah, so not. so we think
1: oh, we think no, we think that Hawks will then beat Cleveland, Cleveland. if if their center doesn't yeah. come back. Probably, if Jared
2: Allen is not is not playing, they don't have a chance for me. Even okay. as much as I love Darius so Garland,
0: you guys got the the Hawks against the Heat. Yeah. yeah, who are you picking there? Heat, Heat. Okay, Heat, Heat. You know what? Either way, if it's the Cavs, I'll, I'll still pick the Heat. Yeah, me too. I'm picking the Hawks.
1: Really? Yeah. A one-eight victory. Yeah. Wow, that's a huge upset. That's happened once in the last like 50 years, and that was um, when Denver beat uh, the Sonics. I've that's seen the it. That's the only time it's happened. I've been there.
2: This is a this is a, a record-breaking podcast here. <laughs> Oracle, you well, got. Mate- He's just, on roll.
1: just like you stunned us with you know, your incredible arguments with that last one. It, it's, it's You've got like to come le- through again, Matt. That it's One versus Lester. eight. Let's the win the Premier League.
0: In my opinion, he pretenders. Yeah, and, but don't get through the and, and, and they're, they're cracking under the pressure. they not say that about Jimmy? They're fighting amongst themselves. I'm not
2: going to sit here and see, listen to you say that about Jimmy.
0: Pete, we're going to replay this, mate. Two weeks from now, you're going to go, oh, jeez, I wish I didn't say Okay,
2: that. okay. Well, let's have a friendly bet. See how many of my predictions get up compared yeah. to yours. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take
0: it. <laughs> I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Okay, so Miami versus the Apes. Seed, the Hawks. We've got Oracle and Pete on Heat. Um, Matt on the Hawks. seventy sixes ers versus Raptors. Oh,
2: no, no, you're missing You're missing Celtics versus Nets.
0: That's uh, down the bottom of this list I'm looking at. Well, um, it's
2: number two versus – oh, you're going – Oh, okay. okay. Well,
0: I'm just looking at the playing tournament thing on the website. So mm-hmm. it's got four versus five, Philly versus Toronto. This is a
1: coin toss.
0: It's Oracle. To either way. Oracle. Who do,
1: you, who do you like here, Oracle? It's going to sound a, a little bit controversial here, but I think the Raptors might have a, a really good shot of winning this because – Because on. I think this season, Pete – was it something like 3-1 or, or 4 yeah or well, something like that, that the Raptors won. and
2: It's not only that, it's the it's the way. Like, even yeah. though they jumped out to 17-2 and because like, the 76ers couldn't miss a three in the first five minutes of the game the other day, they just look
1: better, the so Raptors. They, they have this sort of swarming defense that they play on Embiid and, and, and it makes it difficult for him because he's up against three guys with these long arms and athleticism and stuff like that and it's not easy for him to kick it out to a shooter, especially if the shooter's like Tobias Harris or something like that, is not making anything. <laughs> it's, supposed and, be, it's supposed to be Harden. And, yeah, well, see so there's the other thing. Like, can you pick a better team to guard Harden than the Raptors? They're all long. They're all athletic. You know, he's going to find it hard to score. So it's a, a lot of pressure is going to be on Embiid to, to do it. And, and I think the other trump card that they've got is they've got Nick Nurse up against... Um, Doc Rivers and I think Nick Nurse is I, I'd bet he will come up with a scheme that's going to win over Doc Rivers you know in terms of game plans and things so it's going to be tough and, and not having Maxi as well playing in Toronto uh, they need
2: a no, no
1: Maxie's in playing in Toronto. And, things. and
2: Maxie's playing in Toronto it's Tybal they can't play
1: oh sorry sorry yeah that's right Tybal and so, so to have him not you know guarding a guy like Siakam has really come into form these last couple of months.
2: We you have know? no one that can guard no. Siakam
1: at the moment. That's right. So they don't really have anyone that can guard any of these rangy athletic guys, like it, whether it be um, Ananobi or whether it's Siakam or whether it's um, Barnes. You know, It's going to be very hard for them, I think. Well,
2: they definitely have the team to beat the 76ers. And if, we, and if Doc Rivers goes for a shootout, which we should win – um, it's always on Harden and Maxi, and even yeah. Shake now. If he gets Shake had a good game against again, it's the Pistons, but that's what's been lacking a bit from the, the second unit. If Shake can get some some minutes and some some offense going in those minutes downtime Pete, minutes.
1: Forget about Shake. It's gotta be Harden. It's
2: gotta be I agree. I it's
1: agree. Totally. Be he Shake's can't be going
2: into the fourth 10, quarter with thirteen minutes.
1: points. Pete. So who are you picking,
0: 76ers or Raptors? 76 I have to pick the 76ers. Yeah, you do. Um I have to pick. Bulls versus the Bucks. Bucks. Oracle. Cool.
1: I think that's – is this the easiest pick of yeah. the whole playoffs?
0: No, no, no.
2: Nets, Nets Celtics. I
1: kick it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a potential to, for the Bucks to win 4-0 here. Yeah, I
2: think so too. I,
1: I, I, if I had to pick it, I, I'd say 4-0 oh, – sorry, 4-1. You know, because sometimes you know you get a hot shooting night or whatever. But yeah, I I don't think the Bulls have any chance against.
0: Lonzo's not back,
2: is he? No,
1: he he won't be back. They got no
2: chance. They got no chance.
0: So Celtics against the seventh seed,
2: the Nets. Pete, I'm I'm picking the Nets.
1: You what? You're picking the Nets? Another upset. I
2: don't think it's an upset.
1: Really? <laughs> no,
2: I don't. Uh, Kyrie's Kyrie's gets to play all the games. It's it's a perfect storm of, you know, of bad luck for the Celtics. I think, I really really do.
1: So Celtics I, will have KD, home
2: court. Yeah, KD in the final. I don't yep. think it's KD. It that's all. That's the, my only argument. KD. Yep.
1: No, and that that is a good argument, but. Look, the Celtics have destroyed the Nets each time they've played. And even – they only played a couple of weeks ago and they absolutely killed them by like 30 points, even though Durant and Kyrie both had good games. You know, Durant had 40-something and Kyrie had like high 20s or something like that. And Celtics still beat them by 30-odd. I think think the Celtics still have a great defense and I think that the Nets have a terrible defense – and because the Celtics have been the number one scoring team these last, well, over the whole year, we've got the best um, scoring record. Um, but particularly these last couple months, I just don't know how the Nets are going to slow Celtics down at all. Whereas I think that apart from KD, we can slow everything down of theirs. You know, no one can slow KD down. But even if KD gets 50 points, which he's only done once in his career. I think that they're not going to get enough from everybody else. I've been really disappointed with Paddy Mills. I don't think that Seth, I think Seth Curry's still injured and he's sort of playing through injury. I, I don't think they're going to get enough scoring outside of Kevin Durant. Whereas I think the Celtics still have a pretty good balance. And there's even a chance that we're going to get the Time Lord back for that first round. So I'm going with the Celtics and I I think it's going to be a great series. I think
2: it's going to be one of the better series.
1: Yeah, but but I am I'm, I'm pretty confident in the Celtics to get through this.
2: It's I think it's going to be 4-3 to either one, but I
1: I think it could be
0: Celtics winning it in a whitewash. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Like 4-0? Yeah, 4-0. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, Pete, I, don't, but... I don't I'm not
1: that confident. I'm thinking like 4-2 or something like that.
0: I'm I'm thinking it could be a surprise for him. I think there's going to be a lot of surprise packages in this year. Obviously. It, yeah. Triple for champions. I think the Celtics are going to wash them out. Why? Uh, too good defensively. I think um you know they showed it in that other game where they played the other day and oh what was it a couple of weeks ago? month ago and the Celtics locked them down and the you know the Nets didn't actually have a backup plan to get balls in the basket when it came down to it with other players needing to score and they couldn't score and i think that they'll lock down Kyrie and Durant i don't think they'll lock down Durant when push comes to shove and yeah, they'll be jack-hump shots and they can't make
1: up. I, I think Durant's going to have to play like 46, 47 minutes a game. And he's going to be gassed at the end of games. And that's the thing that's going to slow him down. He's just going to be buggered from having to do everything. Like, there's no way. They can't guard Tatum at all. They can't guard Brown at all. Those guys are going to have a field day. And then our shooting's been terrific. You know, there's just – we're just playing so well. That, and we're asking a team in Brooklyn who, you know, let's face it, they've got two great players, but they haven't played that well. For I mean, these guys are coming, you know, what are they ninth or something like that, eighth? They haven't played that well, and since Kyrie's come back, they're actually still slightly below fifty percent, you know, in in their victory. So I, I think I still think it's going to be a great series. The crowd's going to be so into it, booing the (laughs) shit out of Kyrie every time he touches the ball. You know, I I can't wait for it. I'm so glad they got them. It's
2: such a a tasty encounter that you just hope it happens. Just like, um, well, any
1: sign of old Benny boy. Okay, so first, (laughs) there was Pete, and and you'll be, um, you've seen this a million times, Pete, They love showing videos of your boy Ben Simmons shooting threes at at practice.
2: (laughs) On Instagram.
1: (laughs) And out it comes again. He's shooting threes.
2: (laughs) Every offseason. He's
1: ramped it up. He's no longer one v nothing. He's doing some one-on-one drills now. Look, I think there's absolutely no chance he's coming back because how can you ask a guy who hasn't played the entire year to come back and then go in a huge pressure situation against mm. the Celtics, the crowd will be all over him. Look, there's no way he's coming back. He they really. Need I, I, I don't disagree.
2: I, I if you if there's a type of player to come back, because you only need him to do one thing really, one thing, and that's and that's the one thing that he's one of the best in the league, at, and that's he's got to guard Tatum. Yeah. And that's all you need him to do.
1: That's right. Next year, they're going to be a problem. But I just don't think he's going to be able to get... Like, it's a brand-new team. He hasn't played with any of them before. To come in at a thing like this, I, I just can't see it happening.
2: But if they need to... If they're down... If Celtics go up 2-0, what's the problem? You know, the, you, the problem
1: your, is you that might he throw him in. I think the problem is is that he can get like mentally destroyed again, you know? That he'll come in. They'll put him on the free throw line. He can't hit a free throw. The crowd's laughing at him and you know hurling all these insults, and they think, oh jeez, we've just set him back again. They've got to bring him back against you know the Magic or something. You know next year they they can't they can't put him up against the Celtics in the playoffs. No way. I hope it happens. I, I do it, too.
2: Yeah, I hope I, I hope that I hope a desperation. Say that Celtics get up two 0 Jesus, Tatum's Tatum's knocking us out, like, for six. We've got to do something. Hey, Benny boy, don't worry about shooting or doing anything. Just stay on him. (laughs) Stay on Tatum.
1: I'd like to see Paddy Mills break out of his funk because he's had a terrible... Second half of the season, yeah. like since Kyrie's come back to, they, they've really buried Paddy Mills uh, and now they've brought in Dragic as well. There's just no space for him. And he comes on, they give him 10 minutes and they hope he hits some threes. And
2: I think it's more of a like, you kind of wonder why they brought over um, Curry because Curry was kind of like they're the same kind of player. That's
1: really. right. And... and so, so when they've got Kyrie, Curry, and say Mills on the court. Or say that Bruce Brown, they're all like six three and under. And so who's guarding Tatum and Brown there? They're just gonna kill those guys, you know? Oh. So anyway. Oh. And oh. even smart, smart's too big for all them too, you know. So it's uh I don't think they match up well with the Celtics at all.
2: Oh, you haven't you haven't mentioned
1: the the, the talisman in the in the in the paint. They got the drum. Oh yeah, Drummond. Yeah. Well, is he is he starting for them still? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, he, he gives them an, another thing that they didn't have and when you were talking before Pete about, you know, the lack of rebounding that the Sixers have, especially when Embiid's off the court, you know, Drummond was very important for that and and he's given them something there, but I, I don't think he'll be back next season. I think that they'll let him go. But um he's always given the Celtics problems. So Celtics, Matty, for me.
0: Next for me. i in a close one.
1: Well, I still see Matt's name on the thing.
0: Oh, sorry. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> oh, um, there we go. Yeah, I, I'm picking, oh, no, hey. I'm, I'm picking um, the Celtics.
1: Yeah. Matt, I can kind of
2: understand. Sometimes when uh, Oracle's going on about the Celtics, I nod <laughs> off. To anyway. Go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Make
0: yourself a drink. So I've, got,
2: I've got enough time to boil a kettle and drink yeah. my tea. Well,
0: I think we covered it all anyway, guys, just quietly. <laughs>
2: Yep. So when are the awards out? So we can put tomorrow, all this Pete. They're, they're due to to rest.
1: They're actually they were due today from all the um, all the riders and all the uh, media. So yeah. we'll see results on them tomorrow. They'll also announce the All NBA teams and the All Defensive teams as well. So and there's a lot of stake because. Players have their contracts tied to some of these awards yeah, and positions. Yeah. So he, last bonuses. Tatum, he missed out on an all-NBA team, despite having great figures. But because Celtics came like sixth, people thought he wasn't deserving of an all-NBA spot. So Hang he on. missed out on $30 million for that.
2: So Tatum comes in sixth and he doesn't deserve a uh, all-NBA spot. And Jokic comes in where? Sixth. Oh, Okay. Anyway, nah, I'm joking, Matt. Don't, don't go away again. No, we're Come good, on. We're good, Best mate. of luck to Jokic. I like the thank Joker. You. you know that. Thank I hate right. the Nuggets, but I, I like the Joker. Thank I think you. you're an ugly team, but with a with a prize jewel. Well Who's... done.
0: Gents, I think we did well tonight. I think we covered everything. Thank you very much. Sneaky Pete, thank you. Oracle, thank you.
1: Good luck, uh, 76ers and Nuggets. you are got to need it. you're <laughs> gonna need it. <laughs> yeah, so. For sure. Thank you, gentlemen.
0: Uh, well done.